seemed to run straight at him, and all of a sudden, he was on his back. Oh, my goodness gracious me. What has he done, done? Yes, good afternoon, good evening, or good morning, by whatever time you're watching or listening to this. We are the Professor and Barney podcast featuring Tom and Nick. We are back again, episode 31. It's a cracker. I'll say that in advance. Um, Let's introduce these losers straight away. Andrew Barnett. How are you? Tom Erskine. Hello. And Nicholas Rado. How are you, Nick? Good evening. Thank you. Good evening. Now, let's get straight into it with you, Nick, Mm. because Mm. there's been an outbreak, mate, (laughs) and I've got to be honest... We're finding it pretty yep. funny over here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Uh, well, so you, basically, you, for, for weeks you've been ribbing us about our COVID, yeah. pretending like yeah. you don't remember what it is. I bet you remember what it is now, <laughs> you loser. <laughs> yeah, so this is what it feels like. Um, yeah. So basically, just to give a summary, uh, we went 102 days uh, COVID-free, but like any good... New Zealand cricketer, uh, as soon as we get to 100, we'll go for a big slog <laughs> and we'll get out. Um, we can't push on and do the, the big double hundreds. So, no. yeah, we, we just felt really uncomfortable being the leaders of the world. We're just not used to it. <laughs> so we just thought we got the speed wobbles. Um, but we'll be back. We're only locked down for three days. So, right. And so um, how many that'll, that'll it was fix it. three people have been found with it? Is that right? Uh, yeah, in the same in the same family, but boy, have that family travelled around New Zealand? <laughs> oh, have they? <laughs> all right, so, so it's yeah. all over. Lockdown yeah. for three days. I have heard it only lasts for three days. Yeah, virus. So you'll you'll sort it out in three days. <laughs> three days. Nice work. Yeah. They've taken the Jesus yeah. approach. <laughs> Should be right in three days. Yeah. Don't worry about it. If there's one group you didn't yeah. want to get COVID in New Zealand, it's the Dunedin travelling circus. I'm telling you. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. That's right. Um, Hell of a show, though. Hell yeah. of a show. I can imagine now, Tommy. Four bearded ladies. <laughs> Is it? Wow. Tommy. Yeah, mate. Let's let's start with your artisan craft. Mm-hmm. The, the fans, mm-hmm. the listeners, they want to know every week. Yeah, what, are you what have you to? turned those mighty hands to? Uh, I am doing custom made sneakers uh, this week. Yeah, really? I'm, I'm. I mean, well, they're they're more podcast specific. So if you've got a podcast, you want a pair of sneakers. Yes. I uh, I make sneakers um, for for certain podcasts. Just describe these to the people that aren't so watching. So my podcast, my other podcast I do is called A Few Off the Wood, and I've got that uh, that written on the back of the the shoe. So. Yeah, it's one of those uh, sort of little little crusts, and I love my shoes. So. And you obviously got some made for there. our podcast. Yes, yeah, it did. Um, they're they're actually currently still in Wuhan, um, but they're they're coming. <laughs> they're they're on their way. Um, so yeah. your other podcast gets Air Force Ones. What are we getting? Uh, you're getting ballet shoes. Uh, just because you, you guys are always on point. Hey. Hey. There we go. Da-da. Yeah. <laughs> Very mm. good. Now, um, Nicholas, you have chosen mm-hmm. tonight's subject. Um, yes. Would you like to just get straight into it in the light of what have we got? Yeah, for sure. Essentially in the light of, uh, on the back of and in the back of, mm. um, <laughs> we <Stop> have... <laughs> so Phil Gus Gould, um, you may be mm. aware of his work. Um, uh, a few weeks ago, he said that the Warriors um, would never win... Um, more than four games in the 2020 season. And uh, when he was on the nine wide world of sports, um, the opposition show to this, uh, (laughs) the final whistle, Mm -hmm. he said, uh, he he said that the Warriors would never win more than four. And guess what team? Mm. Warriors did it. PB, 
we've won five. So <laughs> the joke's on him. There you go. The joke's on him. Now, we've got a little bit of vision and, of uh, Gus here, Nick. Actually, what happened yes. once the he, he learnt of the fifth win? Should we have a look at it? Okay, let's have a look. <laughs> Lotto land, the early kickoff. Manly hosting the Warriors. Yes, we're all going to lunch. We're all going to lunch. Their fifth win of the season. We're all going to lunch. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Gus might take down. Did I? Did I hear someone? It may have been you. Toss up Nick's seafood. Nick's seafood. Oh yeah, baby. Well, little plug for Nick's seafood. That's a hell of a restaurant. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's the artisan crafts I've been putting my hand to um, as the seafood trade. But yeah, so on on the back of that, in the in the light of that, uh, we're going to go for um, sort of biggest wages in sport, uh, best worst, great um, most amazing wins, sports wagering stories is what I've written down that's here. It. What do you think of that? If you're listening to this and you want to toss a couple up, um, yes. go to our socials, Instagram at Professor on Fox, Twitter. At prof- it's not, isn't it? So I no. got it wrong. Instagram at Professor J Roch. Yes. Twitter at Professor J Roch. Mm. What's the other one? Facebook, Facebook. Narrow World of Sports. <laughs> You've you come need in firing. You, yeah. You're still tired from doing the back page last night. Uh, no, 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 not at all. I'm ready to go. I just the socials throw me off every week. I think what we've learned is you need more than mm. an arts degree to get through our socials part of it. Yeah, the it's, it's confusing. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, yes. It's like a beautiful mind. You have to write it all on the <laughs> on wall. The and, oh, God, so confusing. <laughs> all right. Um, red string. It's now, it. before we get into that, mm. we traditionally we get Tommy to stumble his way through a review that one of our yeah. fair listeners <laughs> has left. Yep. Tommy, I believe that this gentleman has left the review twice and even got on Twitter and cracked it because we haven't read it out. Well, I mean, maybe because his bloody comments are way too long. I mean, I'm looking through my rundown trying to find it and I can't find it in the rundown. Normally when Barney does the rundown, (laughs) the review's printed in front of me. But, God, this font is little. Ooh. Well, so What's many, a rundown, by the yeah, way, What is Tommy? a rundown? Um, it oh. is. <laughs> you know what a rundown is. You've met him. We'll have um, a secret press conference later and I'll explain everything. <laughs> I didn't get time to put it in your rundown. It is, however, in your rundown. If you just look on the... <laughs> oh, Come on, mate. I'm at Ron House kick you to the face in a second. <laughs> um, this one's called Four Blokes, Five Stars by Triff81. Okay, yep. Uh, this podcast is classic if you're into men. Or you like getting hit with the twin pair in the twin pair with a cricket ball, now missing a third of one of them. But enough about me. The professor, or James as he likes to be called, is coming is coming to you from a basketball court near you, mm-hmm. fresh from rubbing and polishing wax on his head. Speaking of waxing, <laughs> Tommy's Waxhead and Findix podcast is going good. That's a good one. But the one I like is doing yeah. lines with Tommy. Which is about song lyrics, I believe. <laughs> but I, but I'm bu- I'm too busy chewing gum like Mark Taylor to listen. Barney's Chicks with Sticks podcast is a bit boring. Word of advice: Shit. please spell that podcast correctly into a search engine. Taking two letters out and replacing with the D- with D's certainly is not what you'll get. And Nick, well. If he's not volunteering his time of opening the batting for the Black Caps, he's starting his own podcast called Kiwi Comedians Plus Me. Essentially, in the light of, it is not a bad podcast. Beautiful. Thank you, Triff. We finally read it out, mate. Yes. Stop sending wow. those death threats. Shorten that a little, please, Triff. <laughs> yes, so we do We do encourage you to leave a five-star review. Um, less of a short essay, even something as simple as we enjoy it. That's all we need. <laughs> hey. We don't particularly care. Let's not be prescriptive. Get okay. creative. Right. You're gonna yeah. do. Just 
Brevity's the soul of wit. It is. Mm. Well said, Barney. Goodness me. So I made that up just then. Off now, first person. Now, mm. taking like a piece of your own advice. Yep. You're going to be doing the first story. Just remind I am. you that Lead you just off. said brevity. Brevity is the soul of wit. Soul of wit. Uh, so but, just uh, keep this brief, my friend. Some things need explaining. And, uh, <laughs> well, and that's what you do. People come to me for the You facts. explain the hell out of things. Um, I've got... Okay, okay. So we, we, Here we, we go. Lead us off. Our best uh, wagering story. So um, mm-hmm. I've got an honourable mention to start off with. An HM. Um, bang, honorable bang. mention. Um, you know I'm a, I'm a mad swish head. Um, have been for a long time. And the great, who's the greatest swisher of all time? Uh, uh, Andrew Gaze. <laughs> Andrew Gaze mm. is okay. Who's the second greatest swisher? Oh, uh, Michael Jordan. Yes, Steve Nash. Old Michael Jordan, um, mm. but also well-known gambler. Um, just there's a million stories on the net, but two that I really I'm worried like. you're going to go through all of them. Then knowing you know the one to a million, million in no particular order. <laughs> <laughs> And here they are. <laughs> it's like Mike Carlton, this is your life. Yeah. Uh, Settle in, guys. Um, no, uh, notorious gambler, loves it. Uh, some would say gambling addict. I would say he may be litigious, so I'm not going to go that far. But um, certainly loves a punt. Um, loves a punt on the golf course. Mad golfer. Charles Barkley tells a story that he, MJ one time they they're playing and you know they'll they'll put you know a hundred bucks two hundred bucks on the hole. MJ is betting in the thousands. So uh, Charles Barkley told the story about one time um, they're both on the green um, and MJ says pick that ball up you're in my line and uh, Charles Barkley says to him, mate this is this is worth two hundred bucks this this part for me hmm. he goes what's yours worth Michael Jordan says to him mine's worth three hundred k. Wow. He, he had $300,000 on that one putt. Um, don't know if he made it because uh, Charles didn't bother that part of the story. Not as thorough. Wouldn't uh, get past on this podcast because you like the I stats. I do. I like stats. Mm. Gary Lineker tells a story about Michael Jordan playing golf with him. Really? And he was playing with a pro, with a club pro, and the club pro knew that MJ had a gambling problem. And um, he said to MJ, you know, you want, you want to put some money on this? And, and Jordan said yes. And the club pro said well, what do you want to put on it? And Jordan said, whatever makes you uncomfortable. <laughs> so, <laughs> so money didn't matter. Right. It was wow. just like 50. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, it's even to the point where there's a story about on a return flight after the Olympics, Team USA were waiting for their bags. Um, I'm guessing this is back in the days when they had to do stuff like that. I can't see the the NBA, the uh Olympic US Olympic team having to do that anymore but um, he even started putting wages that he bet the other guys that he would be the first guy to get his bags see we, we do that off. with uh, Fletch and Heine used to, when we do the tr- road trips with them mm-hmm. first bag to come out sorry last bag to come out first round of drinks and the other thing we always do as you know yes is when you when we'd stay in our hotels on our trips and everybody should do this at home whoever gets the worst room so has, lowest has to, floor has to buy the drinks that night. So lowest floor and and lowest room. Mm. And you okay? So we okay. It got really serious. So you, we, I, it got to the point where I was phoning hotels in advance, and the guys didn't know right. to try and get a higher room. Is that why they call you Penthouse Jimmy? Yeah, they do. Or is that a magazine yeah. reference? It's it's a bit of both. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and hey, that was a great issue uh, that you were in, and yeah. uh, you know I learned a lot. That was actually Playgirl that, that oh, my really? centre spread was in. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know how you could forget. Um, sorry, Barney, I interrupt. No, so but that's, that's obviously, like you said, not about the money. You just love the betting. Um, 
I'm not a big gambler. You're no, I don't person. gamble. No. Tommy, Tommy you love it. You're a degenerate gambler. Um, so well, that is not to imply, <laughs> sorry, that gambling is a degenerate activity. Tommy, you're a degenerate and a gambler. <laughs> um, what's the weirdest <laughs> thing you've bet on? Um, oh, God. Probably like like Japanese horse racing or like, like something like that, like Kawasaki. I bet on a horse at Kawasaki last night. Uh, <laughs> last night? They didn't even have pictures. It was a, just a... No, it wasn't last night. Isn't I that bet a on a horse. Huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're all dirt, they're all on dirt bikes. <laughs> just a horse's head stuck on the front. Uh, <laughs> KTM came second, which was a which was a disaster for my multi. Um, but yeah, no, right. probably probably just like uh, like horse racing tracks where I can't even pronounce the names. Probably the weirdest. So you just bet on anything? Mm. No, I don't bet on anything. I, I take out like a hundred bucks when I am having a, a a bet, which will be once, maybe once or once a week or once every fortnight, and that will be my. <laughs> Tommy's oh, a special for mm. if we all go out for a beer or a feed. Tommy's a special for pretending yeah. he's going to the toilet a lot, mm. and then you see that he's in right. the TAB. No, okay. know what you're doing? Mate. No, no, that's oh, fine. I thought, like, just, it, I thought oh, he's doing it, it in the urinals. <laughs> <laughs> no, if that's your stick, James, yeah. he goes to the urinal what? and uses the app on his phone. <laughs> no, 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 I'm. I'm going to just make a special announcement here. James obviously is is sort of against people with UTIs. So I would, yeah. I would really yeah. prefer if you don't attack that niche community. That would okay. be fantastic. Yeah. Thank you. All right. I'm sorry. Um, so <laughs> let's to move on, uh, let's go from MJ, probably the coolest gambler uh, around, one of the coolest blokes, to um, some of the lamest. Uh, now, this is this is one of my mm-hmm. favourite things to, to hear about is um, when politicians get in a, a wager over a sporting event. Now, famously, New South Wales and Queensland premiers have a history of doing this over the State of Origin, the Rugby League State of Origin series. Um, so uh, every year they try and uh, have, a, have a wager on something. Interestingly, Barry O'Farrell, when he was premier of New South Wales, wouldn't be part of it. Um, Massive Tigers fan, though. Yeah, not not scared to cop a free mm. bottle of wine, but uh, oh, will uh, will not take a, a wager. Um, it's all right. He he left because of that. Uh, so last year, we're on good legs. We're clearing that up. We're on solid ground. Barry O'Farrell left because of that. So last year, New South Wales obviously won the series. Uh, Queensland Premier Anastasia Palaszczuk uh, had to hold a press conference extolling the virtues of New South Wales. Um, I could find no footage of that press conference. Interesting. Obviously, uh, Fake news. She buried it somewhere. Um, after the 2018 grand final, a New South... A uh, grand final, sorry, a state of origin, a New South Wales flag was flown over the uh, Karawa Surf Club on the Gold Coast, which is, this is one of the common ones where you have to fly the other state's yeah. flag. Um, so the Queensland flag uh, historically has been flown over the uh, Sydney Harbour Bridge. Firstly, um, we've got the flags here. These are the flags, if we can bring that up. They're the Australian flags at the top. The flags of the different states. New South Wales, so we've got basically looks like the Australian flag, but instead of the Southern Cross, we've got a white circle with like, it looks like that a red looks cross. looks like the red cross. flag. <laughs> yeah, it looks pretty ordinary. But if you go two across to the Queensland flag, they've just got a blue cross with a crown in it. If that's flying above the Sydney Harbour Bridge, would you notice the No. Difference? No, you'd have to be pretty eagle-eyed. Yeah. Bit of a lame yeah. sort of a... Or pretty mean with a drone, maybe. You just think the Navy's got drunk again and put their flag up. <laughs> it is it is weird. But the other thing is, is so we've the New South Wales Premier's had to fly the 
Queensland flag above the Sydney Harbour Bridge, right? What? Not all of those years, did they? Not all. A bunch of them. Oh, they, had to, they, they never took it down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it was up there for oh, quite a while. I just came it up there, Bill. Shit, we're going to lose again. <laughs> it's, oh, Gal's captain. Yeah, just, just leave it where I, it I is, mate. That's, I don't find that funny. I don't think but the other thing is... is um. When when we finally do win one in return, 2018, they fly the New South Wales flag above the Currawa Surf Club. Yeah, that's the not. Gold Coast. You're saying that's not comparable. No, it's no. A, to, like we're, we're obviously the three of us uh, in studio here, Tommy, uh, James, and I. We're all new, proud New South Welshmen, so we're not in a position to judge this. But Nick, you're a foreigner. Mm. <laughs> Um, yes, let's, I'm yes. going to give you two pictures of two landmarks, and you're going to tell me um, this is the first landmark here. That's uh, if we can bring it up. Oh, jeez! Um, now it's that's beautiful. That's a bridge. Uh, it's, I'm not going to tell you which state it's in, but uh, mate, it, I don't know. Do you recognise that as opposed to say this next landmark here? That's the Sydney Harbour Bridge. Now, mm. if we bring up, uh, that's the Karawa <laughs> Surf Club, which Just is more iconic. That to people that are listening. And, and talk about the cars in the car park. <laughs> so there's cars in the car park. It looks like, it basically looks like... Um, An RSL. A, yeah, it looks like a, a country golf club. Yeah. Like a crappy, yeah, terrible. Yeah. Yeah, with yeah. a sort of a, like a tacky blue sign. But where, like, where would you I want didn't. it? Wouldn't you want it on, um, Do they what's have the big bridge up there in Brisbane? The called? Story Bridge. The Story Bridge. That's a pretty go. good one. Mm. Nick, would you recognise a Brisbane landmark if we sent it to you on a postcard? Um, probably not. I, I, unless it was um, Movie World, probably not. Um, <laughs> Which is obviously that's on the Gold, Gold Coast. Coast. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Which, so is, uh, which is the most famous of the Brisbane landmarks. So yeah. Um, no, oh yeah, there we go. Okay. Well, uh, for me, that kind of just looks like um, there's something protruding out of it. <laughs> it just looks like a um, like a. Uh, a mid-waist shot. But what I think they should do, interesting, uh, to make it more interesting, I think that they should just, whoever wins gets their landmark. So, so they should have to Queen, send the... They should have to send the Sydney Harbour Bridge. Uh, they get it for the year. They get to keep it for the year. I mean, logistically, it's going to be tough. But if you're going to bet on something... <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah. Put a, Swing big. Let's, let's up, the, up the stakes. Because... The, yeah. The, because I think the the one of the most famous ones is uh, a few years ago, Mike Baird, when he was Premier 2015, um, he had to wear the Maroons jersey on the uh, floor of Parliament, uh, New South Wales Parliament. We've got footage of it here. Have a listen to this. I say uh, to the Maroons and Premier Palaszczuk, congratulations, but I also say this. And he rips oh, off the Maroons jersey. He's got oh, the blues oh. underneath. And I love this bloke. I don't know who he is, but he's stomping on the Maroons jersey oh, in Parliament. He gets a little excited. He was like the kid in class when he had a couple of few too many creaming sodas and then just yeah. his shit up little like. Oh, we're not, we're not all doing this, guys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's yeah. gone yeah. for the lighter. Yeah. yeah. Apparently yeah. that upset Wally Lewis. He got quite upset about that. Did he? Yes. Yeah, he was right. doing the middle, middle of the Queensland sports report and he just lost his Is that true? Mind. Yeah. Oh, goodness me. And did he lose the bet? Was it was one of the bets that he had to get rid of Greyhound Racing? <laughs> yeah. Was yeah. that because Queensland won? You have yeah, to, yeah, you know, make what thousands of people lose their livelihood. The, the, no, <laughs> no. Well, the the most most controversial year was when uh, New South Wales lost, and he had to quit being premier to take up a high paying job uh, Jeez, for a bank. These bets are so, pretty serious. Tough. What, what what should they bet on though this year? The current settled, ones. Yeah, they haven't settled on it. Uh, I so would Anastasia say Anastasia Gladys Aberajiklian. Loser has to get a name that we can all pronounce mm. and that we can actually look up in Google. Because, Tommy, how long did yeah. it take you to find uh, type in Palaszczuk? 
I mean, today there's a Z in there. I didn't even know. Mate, Berejiklian's got a, there's a J? Yeah, they should have to spell their name phonetically for a year. That's not bad. Um, But my one would be uh, Anastasia Palaszczuk. She's Polish and Gladys Berejiklian's Armenian. I would say if Gladys uh, loses, she has to eat pierogies for every meal for a whole year. Okay. And if Whoa. Anastasia loses, it's just stuff your face with baklava. This this is going to make for a good before and after pick too. <laughs> neither of what is a pierogi? A pierogi is like a little potato dumpling. Ooh. I've been called that many a time. And do you have it on field. its own? A pierogi. <laughs> Mate, who are you playing football against? <laughs> private private school uh, rugby uh, sledges are tough, aren't they? Holy That's dog. what yeah. my Polish yeah. cellmate at Long Bay oh. called me. Is, right, it, is, the pierogi. It, is it a dessert or is it a... No, it's a savoury dish, James. Okay. Uh, it's beautiful with a lemon butter sauce. Okay. Um, with Krakow in the background. It's okay. gorgeous. <laughs> have you been to Poland? I have. Is, is have. that your other cellmate's name? <laughs> Krakow. <laughs> No, that's what I do when Michael Jordan gets his bag first. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, right. A bit of crack uh, uh, so uh, I, can I Can I throw mine up? I think sure. that whoever yeah. whoever wins, um, the other state should be forced to take on uh, the winner's policy on daylight savings. Oh, that's good. Just for the people on the border. Because yeah. bloody Queensland will not have daylight savings. Yeah, but I don't the, know. the cows, mate. You've got Bates to think the of curtains, the cows. Mate. Oh, Bates the curtains. Far out. I don't understand why they're against daylight savings, but for the people who live in Tweed, that must be a logistical nightmare. If you've got a doctor's appointment across the way, you make it for 11 o'clock, oh, out of your that. time. Just an ad, like, it's not like, yeah, there's a lot of space between those communities. Because it's, it's... obviously WA doesn't have daylight savings either. No. Correct. What does South mm. Australia do? I think they do. I think South Australia. But then they have this. It's the only place in the world. We're the only country where there is a half an hour time zone. Yeah. Because you know how confusing that is? <laughs> half an hour? And then you've got to set your watch half an hour? You've got to go 30? Oh, mate. Mm. That's why you just buy a smartphone that does it for you. That's a very good point. <laughs> very, very good point. All right, but that's me done. Hey. Hey. Hey, brevity. Brevity. Hey, Barney the Brevo. Oh, Brevnik. Put it in the Breville, Barney. <laughs> very good, mate. Um, now, Nick or Tom, do we care about this bloke last week that was whinging when Nick goes? Nick doesn't have to run off this week, so he can bring his I don't have to home. go. So any, any yeah, he's in lockdown. you want I don't mind. Well, let's do this thing mm. where you both tell us. Oh, no. Who wants to go next? Who? I'll go. All right, Tommy. Tommy um, goes. So I'm doing a three, two, one. My one is the only one go. that I need to know about. Three and two. Do what you wish with them. Uh, it's <laughs> is the three is the two better than the three? Ooh, don't know. They're even. Uh, they're even. They're pretty. I'm going to do two twos and a one. <laughs> okay. All right. Both at a dollar fifty. It's a bloody. It's a bloody steal. All right. Um, Let's hear them. Okay, so the first one very quickly is obviously Phil Mickelson, old man boobs Mickelson, lefty. Um, Good, isn't he? As well as Michael Jordan, this man has a lot of expendable sort of income to to blow on punting. Um, But Phil Mickelson is famous for putting on a $500,000 bet the Baltimore Ravens to beat the New York Jets, uh, New York Giants, sorry, in uh, the Super Bowl. And did they win? At 22 to 1 odds, yes, and they did, and he won. Have a- you ever met Phil Mickles? Pardon? You're in the golf world. Have you ever met Phil Mickles? Mm. I've never met Phil. He's, he, I'm going to go out there and say as far, like, he's my least favourite golfer. Really? Yeah. You like DeShombo better than Oh, Bill. I love Beefy oh. Bryce. Do you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, Rory McIlroy and Phil Mickelson can... What about DJ? What's wrong? Oh, hey, Dustin. Yeah. You know the, the best thing back. was he was just apparently he was just way around the the pro tour for years. 
dropped, and then he had to play in a Masters pairing on the final day. Allegedly. With, uh, <laughs> is this story? With Jason this been, boning. Did you forget this has been recorded? <laughs> so Jason Day, mm. uh, sorry, no, uh, uh, Dustin Johnson. Yeah. He was. Dusty J. Uh, DJ. He yeah. was mm. He was having <laughs> with a whole bunch of PGA. Allegedly. Tour, okay. Allegedly. Yep. And one of the alleged. Uh, You're right now. Down the time cut. code. I don't think any of this. Can oh, ever, really? No, no, keep going. Was, was And he had to play in the final day of a Masters pairing with after found out. Mm. How about that? That so is one hell of a year. How was he doing it, though? Huh? So how was was he, like, just getting knocked out of tournaments early so that he could... <laughs> yeah, yeah. He kept missing the cut. <laughs> Spin- uh, is it D- yeah. Dustin, Dustin oh, Johnson that goes out cut. with Wayne Gretzky? Wayne, it's married to Wayne Gretzky's daughter, yeah. Oh, wow. Yep, yep. Um, Good stuff. The other one oh, I had Wayne. number two is um, a, a gentleman by the name of Richard Hopkins, uh, who in 1998 uh, took yeah, his son, Evan actor. Hopkins... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, he took his son to a go karting arena uh, in England, and he he stumbled across a young thirteen year old kid called Lewis Hamilton. Uh, and in nineteen ninety eight, he he found he he was the guy that discovered Lewis Hamilton as a, as a driver, and he put a two hundred pound wager on Hamilton uh, at three hundred one to be the youngest Grand Prix champion. And he won that bet for 165,000 pounds. And then. How early did he go, sorry? 1998. So 1998. So, how old was so seven years, was it? Seven, it was eight years before eight his years first before race. He did it, yeah. Wow. Um, and then, uh, no, sorry, 10 years before he even ten stepped years. out of the McLaren garage. Can I ask, who's taking that bet? Ladbrokes. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> how do you get it? Ladbrokes. How do you get that market? You, you can walk in and just yeah. toss anything up. Anything. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Damn, yeah. Wow. You can just walk in and go. Some, some guy put 100K on Michelle Wee to be the youngest person to win a, a, a LPGA yeah. tournament, and she was like eight at the time. You can, can I, do whatever. Can I put a can challenge you, out to our listeners then? Can we get Tommy involved in some of these markets? Can we get some betting on Tommy? Can you send us your greatest exotic market with Tommy involved? Tommy. And we'll report on it next. I'll, put, I'll put a tenner on it, and we can report on whether or not I'm going to toss oh, one up. Tommy so, will win an Academy Award. Ooh. Tommy is one of the great, oh. what do they say, board treaders? Uh, is it a board yeah. treader? Yeah. yeah. Tread the boards. You're one of the great actors, mate. I think the, the biggest quads to ever win a Tony is what I'm going That's not with. bad. I mean, Corden's up there, isn't he? Oh, I have to be. <laughs> oh, yeah. Someone get me a gonna box take... of Twinkies and <laughs> a shit ton of Cheerios. Uh, it's going to take some box squats. You got one there, it. Nick? Yeah, can you bet on things that they can't do? Can you go in and go, can I can Probably. I can I put a hundred bucks on me not making the all blacks? <laughs> and what are the what are the Maybe. odds on that? Well, you'd probably lose money. <laughs> yeah, I'd say that'd be a dollar one. <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't be doing uh, yeah. much. Ninety nine. No, um, yeah, okay. But to continue on, Hamilton achieved that feat in obviously in two thousand and seven, being the age of twenty two, winning the Canadian GP. And then around that, he put another hundred pound bet at five hundred one odds that the British star would become the world champion, so the F one champion by the age of twenty five. And in two thousand and eight, Hamilton winning the Brazilian GP, he became the F one title winner, and the guy won an extra fifty thousand pounds to add to his one hundred sixty one thousand pounds. Wow. Tommy. So he got better odds that he'd become a world champion after he'd started driving than he did 10 years before, before. the kid had ever... Yeah, I know. The odds, they don't really match up. one seems very short for some random kid they've never seen. Is that mm. right that he did it before? So he'd already yeah, run his first It was, 10 years, it was 10 years prior. 
Oh, oh the, no, no, no. The one after. It was, yeah. Was it after he'd already started driving? No. No, so oh, it was before. Sorry. It was before. Sorry. Yeah. Um, so that's – I just thought they were pretty incredible that he – a 13-year-old kid at a go-kart track and yeah, he went and – That is he, incredible. He, he got him – That's the best way to describe what, it. What he's not but talking about. But also how about. dodgy is that – how dodgy is that guy just going around go-kart tracks looking at kids and putting money on them? Well, that's like, another that's... way of looking at it. I didn't look at it. I mean, he, yeah. he was there with his son, Evan. I mean, Evan's now an alcoholic and has daddy issues because I think, yeah. I, I think, I think daddy was more impressed with Lewis. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Go make friends that's with right. that boy. Yeah? Go make friends with that boy. I mm. think he's going to be a star. Yeah. Um, but my number one story is, of course, this bet has gone down in sort of – in punting folklore, uh, a gentleman by the names of by the name, he's got one name, uh, <laughs> James Aducci, uh, uh, who is uh, who's from Wisconsin, thirty uh, nine year old, lives with his dad still. Um, oh, he, winner, he, pardon, winner. Well, he, he says he's employed, but he calls himself a day trader. I don't know what that means. It's obviously is trading that, on the stock it, exchange, mm. but. He's a hell of a Minecraft player. As well. <laughs> yeah, so I think a day trader in his is he he trades like Mondays. He goes, ah, oh, let's call it Sunday. <laughs> yeah. cool. Tuesday yeah. we'll call that my Saturday. <laughs> yeah. Every day is a Saturday. Every day is a Saturday. Saturday. <laughs> when you're a day trader who lives with his dad. Uh, as he's about to have his third pentagram, it's twelve o'clock somewhere. <laughs> yeah. I'm trading today for a Thursday in Nicaragua. <laughs> <laughs> but Mr. James Ducci, he was a man with a mortgage and he had two students loans and two car loans uh why would you have two cars if you're living with your dad like let's be honest <laughs> oh, no, it's like when you drive past a, an old fibro shack and there's a merc out the front yeah. i don't get Seriously. it <laughs> he lives all the time. <laughs> anyway. um but he, he him and his wife as i said live with his live with his dad 39 year old wisconsin in the middle of old wisconsin. mate nowhere and then mm. I was going to say BF nowhere, but I can't say the F word on this podcast because. Oh, why would you stop now, no. mate? We're 30 weeks censored. of you We're saying it, censored. and then I have to go in and beep it. Mate, i got to beep it out in post. Well, you're not up there cutting this bloody thing, are you? <laughs> and slander um, professional golfers. The <laughs> F word's too far. <laughs> um, but anyway, Aducci went to a Las Vegas casino and he withdrew an 80. Oh, sorry, I went to a Las Vegas bank and withdrew an $85,000 loan. Uh, I don't think he told the the bank teller what he was using the loan for, but I think putting don't it you on. Have to. Well, he may have lied. Mm. I'm not oh. sure. He may have lied because he he probably didn't say I'm going to take it out and, and punt on Tiger Woods winning the Masters in 2019. Oh god! But he took the eighty five thousand dollar loan, walked straight into a casino, got turned away by two in Vegas, and then he he walked. He shared the funniest thing is, he's so strapped for cash that he that to and from the casino. And he had a bag full of full of cash. He had to do a lift share ride with a mother with three kids. And he was quoted oh, to say that the time. kids were incredibly annoying. Um, he just wanted to save $2 on, a, on, a, on an Uber ride. Um, <laughs> but he's got 85K cash in his bag. And he walks straight in, puts the money down, Tiger Woods, to win the 2019 Masters. What was Tiger paying? He was paying hmm. hostesses at the local restaurants, <laughs> <laughs> and was he? I don't Boy, actually. I didn't actually get the. I didn't oh, get the. I didn't okay. get the, the. Perhaps then you should apologise to all our listeners that I'd like to apologise for attention to detail. What was Tiger's uh, finishing score after his fourth day? Fourth I, I'm round? not sure, but oh, I've got. I, I know eight. what inch television he watched it on. Twenty three inch TV screen. Um, well, you got the stats. <laughs> you got the stats that matter. Right? Um, 
And he walked in, and, and obviously we all know uh, Tiger went through a massive form slump. He hadn't won a major since 2008. And before that, he was closing in on Jack Nicholas's record of 18 majors. Mm. Uh, he's, he's currently – he was on 14 at the time, and then come 2019 – and he just said, him and his wife sat down one night and said they felt it in their bones that Tiger Woods was going to win the 2019 Masters. That's just good sign. Put 85K oh. on it. Next thing you know, he dropped two shots on the 17th hole. He double bogeyed the 17th. Oh. And he was sitting there with his dad. He had to keep waking his dad up because his dad, a bit old, so he kept falling mm. asleep. He's sitting in the uh, in his living room reckon, in Wisconsin. Do you reckon he's waking his dad up or thinking... If Dad's dropped off for good, I might be <laughs> my financial problems might be sorted here. Yeah. I don't have to split it with him. Um, yeah, and double then, or nothing. And then Molinari and the, the uh, Molinari hit it into the water on the uh, and Tony Fennell both hit it into the water on Ray's Creek on the on the 18th. And next thing you know, Tigers the Masters champion and old James Aducci walks away with one two one point two million dollars. So we could do the wow. maths on do the that maths. Yeah. Well, I'm not going maths, so I'd leave that up to you. He's got the phone. Uh, we'll just well, divide it. I, um, um, so, yeah, there you go. Very good. Very good. So 1.25, was it? Yeah. 1.25 divided by 85. Divided by 85,000. 85, equals... 14 to uh, 1. He's playing 14. 15 to 1 almost. 15 to 1 almost, yeah. That's, that's pretty Probably good. Probably paying 15 to 1 once you pay the VIG. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Very good, mate. Very good story. Oh, the Ducci. The Dooch. Now, I'm going to go next. Nick, traditionally, I am first drop. So that's why I'm going to come in now. Um, I've enough. I've got five today. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. So yeah. strap yourselves in. Lucky because, I was brief. Well, yeah, because I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm the opposite. Longevity. Longevity. <laughs> the longevity gym. Strap yourselves yeah. in. Um, maybe if you sit in your car, go get a little something to eat because you're going to need it. Um, first one. A Welshman who wishes not to be named on the internet. I'm going to call him either Gareth Jones or Rhys Jones. Yeah. <laughs> because they're all called that. Or, or Williams. Or Williams. Can I ask for a favour? I. Can Thomas. Might be a Gareth Thomas. Whenever there's a quote in this story, can uh, we have Tommy do it? Tommy? I can do it. you did your Welsh, Welsh accent. I can't. In, eight, in 1989, a Welshman placed a 30-pound, that's about 50 bucks for us, bet that five things walked into Ladbrokes. Five things would remain by the year 2000. TV shows, Home and Away, Neighbours and East Enders would still be on the air. <laughs> Singer Cliff Richard would receive a knighthood. Sir Cliff. Oh, yes. The, the band U2 would still be together and performing. Tick. Oh not my. that great. <laughs> no, not that no, great. No. They still do it when they do the no, classics. You know what? If you're gonna, if you're gonna, the silver lining, he won money. You're right. So the odds that Ladbroke were given in was six thousand four hundred and seventy-nine to one. They're idiots. Yeah. So he made one hundred ninety-four thousand four hundred pounds. Not bad. That's not a bad day in the office. Oh, how, Is that your Welshman? <laughs> how, how, funny. Yeah. how long was that? <laughs> I thought that was your years. Bono. Eleven years. So what's that average out at about eighteen grand a year? Uh, well, you got the calculator there, big guy. Punching the numbers. Now, why don't we well, quickly just go around? Why don't we just quickly go around? Your Barney's dad was a maths teacher, and so he goes a bit psycho about oh. maths in the office. Oh, old Abacus Barnett. Oh, use, use the Pythagorean <laughs> theorem. Oh God, I don't no, want to hear about. Turn, all all Sokotoa. Oh. <laughs> Sokotoa, dickhead. That's what I just said. Sokra. 
I just said Sokotoa. It's, no, it's Sokotoa, um, isn't it? That's what I just said. <laughs> That's a place yeah. in New Zealand. We can watch it back. <laughs> I just want to, cl- back. I just want to clarify that everybody ten. just corrected a correct person with the same thing. <laughs> it's Sokotoa, isn't it? Yeah, that's what I said. And then old, old hairy <laughs> foot over here but chimes sorry, in. Sorry, this is I, – I actually took the over on the number of times Sokotoa. Well, <laughs> you know what's funny? Just came in. You just Beautiful. fulfilled your own prophecy <laughs> by us saying you're a psycho about math by correcting something that I got right. You psycho. Okay, let's do this. 11 years' time from now, mm-hmm. what can we bet on at Ladbrokes? Ooh. All right, so we're going to come up with one each. One each. I've gone with the Gold Coast Titans will still suck. Ooh, still mm. so got a wooden spoon. <laughs> They'll win the wooden spoon five times between now and oh, that's huge. I think yeah. we've done our first leg of our multi here. Um, <laughs> what do you got? Oh, Tommy, you go next. Come on. I am going to go with. Patrick Reid will be banned from golf forever Ooh. for cheating. Ooh. Not bad. Yeah, I like that. Not bad. Nicholas? I reckon um, the Warriors uh, will win three championships. Okay. Three championships. So is that a different yeah. – because championship? that's not the NRL. Have they been relegated mm. or is this – No, they've they've turned to their hand to netball. They might do a championship. They're going to win I over re- the tactics. <laughs> a- I reckon you could boost that bet. Tell you how you boost that. You go, they win three titles with 15 different coaches. Yeah. That's how you boost it. Yeah, that's it. not bad. Yeah, that's not and bad. Gus Gould's 20-year yeah, plan. pretty good. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, that's good. I like it. I think I'll, Barney, I'll bet on that too. <laughs> Final leg is that I think there will be in in eleven years there will be more podcasts than humans than people. I think you're right. Yeah, I think that's already come in, mate. Yes, God, everybody's got a podcast. Nick's uh, Tom's got two, and he's got a pair of shoes that sells the other one. Mm. What a douche! I've actually got quite a lot. Um, a lot of podcasts. Oh, you do. You're dead right. Yeah. Now my next one is Nick New Life, 2003. Right. Tennis player Roger Federer. Is that is that what he says to himself every morning Nick, when he gets up? Nick, new Nick, life. New life. <laughs> yeah. Nick, new it's life. It's less of a name, more of a way of life. <laughs> it's a mantra. Um, yeah. One, so, oh, oh 03, I don't need to tell you that um, the, the Fed Express won his first Wimbledon. Oh, so oh, you magic. Are. So handsome. And, uh, oh. Great forehand. Oh, yes. He's just buttery. He is. Um, same year, Nick, Nick New Life placed a 1,500-pound 15, bet that Federer would win the Grand Slam seven times by the year 2019. Wow. Guess what? He Old Fed Pants did it by 2012. Did it five years oh. earlier. Oh. However, this story does have a sad ending. New life died <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> in 2009. Did he, did he die or was he reborn into a new life? Um, nothing. It doesn't say anything so about did that. He live, <laughs> did he live past his, the, the win? No, no. So the win was 2012. He oh, died three years before. His kids are bah, bah, no, the way they're are, like. Bah. You know what old Nicky New Life did? He left the betting slip to Oxfam, the oh. charity. God. Oh. So the charity cleaned up a hundred thousand pounds. That's a lot of goats. Mm. I'm going to say like wow. that's a good point. That I is didn't a think lot of like wells. That. Mm. that is a very good point, guys. Yeah. Mm. But like every good sceptic, I wonder how much of it went to the kids. Nine oh, percent. They yeah. only get nine percent. The other, the other ninety-one yeah. percent is in running the per- charity. You've got to fly yeah. places. You got to. Oh, don't this, forget the money this. they have to spend now suing uh, Tom oh, yes, Slander. Oh, oh, my yeah. next one. I'm not slander. It's no, no, I know what of... you mean. Yeah, there's been a few. Um, Fred Craggs is my next one. 
2008. Cragsy. Old, old Cragsy. <laughs> to celebrate his 60th birthday, took his 50p that he had. Oh, oh. this is a gold one. You know right this, this one? one? Yeah. Um, what a did a multi. Oh. Eight different racehorses. So good. They all came in. The winning of the odds were, were 2,800,000 to 1. Picked eight in a row. Busca, Busca, Busca. Then he, he wins a million. He becomes a millionaire off 50p. Do you know what the, you, you know what the funny thing you read into that? They the horse the eight horses that he picked, they had all not won yes. in twenty six starts or more. So that all they'd all never won a race for and they'd been racing for over like twenty six starts and none of them had ever won a race. And he just picked literally the eight shittest horses. Now two of them did this guy get like a like a <laughs> premonition. A, a premonition. Yeah, like Maybe. a sports book from a yeah, guy sports, who travelled back from Yeah, sports year. almanac. You got one. Um, from a guy called Griff. Um, <laughs> Happy birthday, old man. Here yeah. you go. Put 50p on the So, day. Cragsy, two of the horses that came in, I'm going to say it was the last two, just to add a bit. All right. Bit of tension. So, we're do, yeah. doing the movie. A little, a little uh, salt bay to it. A salt bay on the top little, there. Bat, 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 bat. Uh, second last one, Isn't That Lucky, was the one that came in, name of the oh. horse. And the last one, uh, A Dream Come True. Stop oh, it. Get Mate. It. How have they not made a movie about Cragsy? I don't know. It's bloody making the Imagine turning 50p into bloody Indiana Jones. What did yeah, he sorry, turn it into? A mil? A, mil, a million pounds. I want to ask you, Tommy, because you're mad for a multi most weekends. Mm. you got one going. What's the most you've won off a multi? Six and a half grand. I put, I put 50 well. bucks on it and won six and a half grand. All right. And what was your last leg? That you were cheering home. My last leg, it's probably going to be really uneventful, but my last leg was actually, it was a mixed between racing and sport, and I had uh, the Houston Astros uh, to win Game 7 of the World Series that year. So. Oh, there you go. And they cheated, but they didn't take the money off me. So. Oh. Oh, is that the one, the bin? The yeah. bin tapping. Oh, the bin. Yeah. Oh, mate, they'll be coming for <laughs> oh. They'll be wanting it. You shouldn't have said it on It's on here. my feet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> New socks. John and Nicole Grant. That's my mm. next one. Pair of Americans. Um, yep. They made a wager on a Green Bay Packers versus Chicago Bears game. Go cheeseheads. The wager was they'd been they'd been drinking heavily, yeah. and they decided the winner of the bet would get to use a stun gun on their partner. Oh, oh. that's see, that's fun. That's, I'd get around that's that. Good. I'd get around that's that good. as a yeah. wager with a mate. Yeah. Mm. Well, really? the Packers the lost, or with a lover. <laughs> That's a good point. But I don't know. You don't want to kill them because this you know could lead I mean? to like they, they, these. Uh, are they? They're a couple. They are a couple. They're a married oh, couple. God, yeah. but, and one goes for the cheese heads, and one goes for the bears. Go bears. Go bears. Mm. Um, yeah. Well, we're about when you, when you said on them, we're about to. Oh, I was on the rear, on the rump. Oh, so they took oh. it on the rump. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That didn't come out correct. Yeah. I reckon that if, not like, the first people to make that bet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If you know, if you know, you're not going to kill them. I reckon that adds a bit of like the fact you're going to get yeah. like it's going to hurt. If actually, you know you're not going to kill them. Well, again, a twist. Yeah. Um, oh no! They got arrested. Oh. So yeah, the <laughs> local police found out it because I think they did it in a bar and. Uh, John got done for possession of an electronic weapon that he wasn't allowed to have and disorderly conduct, so he was fined 250 pounds. Yeah. The official statement, because I think they ended up having to go to court, said, during questioning, the Illinois man told police that his wife consented to being shocked by the stun gun as a part of a bet. Grant said his wife mm. sent a text message to her sons saying that if the Packers lost to the Bears, she would allow their father to use a stun gun on it. How old are these people? Oh, mate, I didn't get an age. I'm sorry. The kids mm. are six and Don't nine. Right they got phones. <laughs> so yeah. the man showed police the woman's cell phone containing the text as proof. 
in a video in which she appears to be laughing, they filmed it, as the stun gun is rammed in her butt. In her butt? Sorry, on her butt. In her. Placed on her butt. Yeah, that's a very different... never say rammed in her butt? Sorry, apologies to the Grant family. Um, Nicole, Nicole Grant said, I never thought he would actually do it. But, of course, John was like, oh, she's a punish. Oh, I'm going to do it. Um, here's my question. Have any of you ever had a wager with your missus? All three of us have partners. Have you ever bet anything, mm. taking the rubbish out or... Or if said, you know. No, I'm normally just I'm I'm normally the one that puts on like Melbourne Cup bets. Like I'm the. So you've the never boogie. done like, um, I mean, my yeah, my wife said, "I bet you can't marry me," <laughs> and uh, so I lost that one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, very good. All right, my final yeah. one. And this is this is a doozy. So I've just done five through one, and it is a particular order. Mm. All right, this because this is my big finish. I enjoyed number two, by the way. Thank you. Oh, yeah, that one was yeah, good. Yeah, no, that was that was nice. I like the the progression. Thank the you. You wait for number yeah. one. This is a gentleman, another okay. American called Brian Zembich. <laughs> oh. You've I, literally picked five of the best names in the world it, as well. Yeah. Craig's Zembich. John and Nicole Isn't Grant. Zim- the Grants aren't they good? Yeah. Isn't it Zimbitch what that guy yelled out before he stunned his wife? <laughs> That's why he got in yeah, trouble. Yeah, yeah. I think he said, find take, th- take Zim, bitch. Yeah. Find yeah. some Zen, bitch. <laughs> you better find some Zen. Anyway, Brian Zimbitch. It's probably Zimbick. I don't know. I didn't do the research. <laughs> he would have had a hard childhood. Yeah. yeah some bitch. Come here. Um, nicknamed The Wiz. He's a magician and a gambler. Big gambler. As a history. <laughs> he's a magician. Yeah. This That's why he's The Wiz. So he's history lonely. of making crazy bets. Once lived in a friend's bathroom for a month for $7,000. So he's very lonely. Oh, that's a punish oh, for the I think friend. I listened to that radio station. <laughs> <laughs> then, that's a very um, radio station-esque. Is, it, is that yeah. sort of stunt? You worked many years in a radio station. Nick, did you pull that sort of Mate, thing? That would, have been top, that would have been top draw. Classic. Um, there, was one, there was one in the UK where we did where people, for the hottest seat in the, ha- in the house, which was like a ticket, um, they had to sit <laughs> on some, some, some ice some uh, dry ice, oh, and what happened oh. was is that uh, they didn't do the due diligence and and everything like that, and um, they ended up having three degree or third degree burns. And but weren't um, you organising these things? Yeah, you were, the, you were the boss. Listen, did you ram yeah, it but in I, there? <laughs> <laughs> that was our second the ass with a hammer and uh, shattered. Yeah. Oh, so man. they got they got yeah got sued for like millions of dollars, and uh, and I'm back in New Zealand. So. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that competition was going a really different way, not dry ice on the seat. I thought it was like the furthest seat away yeah. from the aircon or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, that would have right. made for good radio. I mean, that's How you feel? I'm yeah. a little sweaty. Yeah. Well, um, this is the problem with ooh. no idea is a bad idea. Yeah. Uh, another bet he did, he slept under a bridge with 20 grand strapped to his leg for a week. Wow, that just that's pretty funny. I don't know if that's to do with the money making your legs sweaty or the fact that maybe somebody had come and steal it. I didn't get that one. I think it's oh, probably yeah. a homeless man trying to hack your leg off is now mm. oh, or okay. a troll. Yeah, that's true. Um however, Zembic is best known for his stunt in nineteen ninety seven in which he agreed to have silicon breast implants put oh, in. Oh, this guy. And live with them for a year oh. for a $100,000 bet. I remember this, this So mm-hmm. let's have a little listen to Brian as he tells We're his gonna story. We're going to see him. In about 1997-ish, I was in some restaurant in Europe, and I was with two friends. And his girlfriend at the time was flaunting her boobs. And I said to my friend, if I had 
boobs like hers, I can get just as much attention as she would. For how much? And then he came up with 100000 and I shook his hand, and that was it. It was a bet. I knew a plastic surgeon that it was also a gambler in New York, so I went to his office, and I said, can you put boobs in for me? And all he said was, is for a bet, right? And I said, yeah. He said, okay, I tell you what, how are you gonna pay? I said, how about a little bit of backgammon? I played backgammon with him for an hour. I won 5,000, boom, surgery was for free. And I woke up with boobs. They really did look nice. And now I can see why women do certain poses, like push the boobs together, oh, hi, how are you? Turn the twist to make the boobs look nice. The first time I showed my friend, he laughed for 10 minutes. And he said, that is the best 100,000 I've ever lost. My name is Brian, and these are my $100,000 boobs. Yes, if you're not watching this, get on to oh, KO or, um, <laughs> or uh, Facebook because we just got to see Brian's boobs. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, so That is the most haunting thing I've ever... That, the Blair Witch Project has nothing on that shit. So here's, a, here's another it. twist that's of the story. That's a good shout-out to the... You could have at least named the p- plastic surgeon because that's I good work. I think the plastic <laughs> surgeon would have got in a bit of trouble. If you, can, I don't if you think... can make those look yeah, good on a man. You can't hedge a surgery on back camera. No. <laughs> Um, so he, he only had to do it for one year to make the hundred grand. So he made the hundred grand and then kept them, kept them. So held on to them cause he liked them. Now on top of that, he turned down another bet of a hundred of 10 grand in 2014 to take them out cause he loved his bristles too much. <laughs> now mm. he finally decided in 2017 to have them removed. So that's before 2017 Aww. because his teenage daughter. Oh, wanted to no. borrow them. Kidding. <laughs> wanted, <laughs> wanted him to take them out because she was embarrassed. Oh, he was day. married. Good God. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you see, I didn't picture him being married. Yeah, he's married. So I don't know how you'd expect Well, the amazing ones the bet his wife took to get a fake donger put in. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry for using the term donger. Donger, donger. donger. was the most yeah. shocking I'm sorry for using so, that yeah. term. Donga is my favourite term for that. I didn't know why I used that. Growing up, I was, <laughs> I was I lived in Wodonga. There was uh, a pizza place called Dial Donga. But if you just were from out of town and read it. Dial Donga. Dial Donga. It's a good that's service. Heavy. Hey, yeah. So, my final question is how much would it take if I put some money on the table here for you guys to get breast implants? Well, I'd rather nice. get the donger. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How much? How much? Come on, boys, because I've been saving. All right. I, I only, I would only need a small lay to really get these puppies <laughs> yeah. going. So I reckon yeah. I'd do it for like hundred, uh, yeah, hundred fifty thousand. All right, hundred fifty. So what about this, listeners at home? If I start a GoFundMe page, yeah, and we and you, mm. everybody makes donations, we can get Tommy cans. A pair of fake Bristol cities. When I said 150, I meant 550. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah you got to get them done in Mexico. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, that's my stories. They're awesome, James. Yeah, thanks. Very well done. Well awesome. Done, James. Yeah, thanks. Um, Number know. one was a pair. Well, that's the thing I didn't see coming. <laughs> Nick, bring us home. <laughs> yes, we're gonna. Yeah, this is a this is a big one. I'm gonna ask. <laughs> gonna throw out a question first. Okay. Uh, before I start into mine. So if there was like um in a sport in the sporting realm if there's a talent mm. that you've got that you would like try and raise money off like if you go i bet i bet you if i did this in a sporting realm and you would guarantee you'd get money what would be it for you guys so what skill would you back yourself in the sporting yeah. realm well mine's more of a truck yeah. i'm a trainer 
Um, so I would back my Siamese fighting fish to kill your Siamese fighting fish. That's not bad. Mm. Have you got right. Siamese fighting right. fish? I used to. They both died. Okay, <laughs> so I win. Yeah. That's, that's what you get when you, you when you made them fight each other. Oh God. Barney, did you have you got? Bruno won a fight club. I don't. My 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 best skill, my most reliable skill, is on a train station. It's not really a sport. On a train station, I'm very good at knowing where the doors are going to be when the train pulls up. That's not bad. Oh, interesting. A, That's a pretty a, good one. How much would you not bet bad on that? Too, though, when you drink, see, if you're drinking and you, it's it's a good. Well, we're going home. You know, oh, I reckon fifty bucks. I reckon I can get closer to the door. And you, you and a mate just pick the spots. That's a fun game. Yeah, it is. That's it's not great. bad. Well, not bad. Um, I yeah. was my special skill, and it's kind of gone out the window now because people don't tend to wear them as much. Was I could read the time on a person's watch as they were walking past. The swinging of an arm. <laughs> I could go, why is that Jesus weird? Jesus, James. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> what is that? What do you mean? <laughs> Are you saying your special skill is something everybody oh, learned how to do in oh, no. junior school? You, you really burst my bubble here, man. I thought, I honestly, the way that you were like, thought I could be in the X-Men. The Coincidentally, and every 40-plus woman in Collaroy thinks you're a perv. Coincidentally, yeah. it's the same... Look, it's the same time that was on my... <laughs> you'd, put your, you'd put your watches away and you'd sit and, and a person walked past and I'd go, quarter to, it's quarter to ten. James would be doing... Get your watch. Of course oh, it's quarter, quarter to ten. James would be doing this thing and being like, if that black thing on my wrist wasn't in the way, I'd be able to see her watch. Mate. Anyway, sorry. I, I, was, I thought that was a genuine skill. No, it's great. That's a, that's a, I'd never thought of those ones. That would be great. Well, what about so you, Nick? My one would embarrassed. <laughs> Mine's uh, table tennis. I could beat you all at table tennis. Oh, really? Oh, oh, oh hey. Oh, yeah. I'll take that. Put a thousand dollars. You actually, you look like a, bit of a table tennis player, though. You won't be able to see yeah. over my table, though. Are you, is yours regular height? It's <laughs> <Yeah>. regulation. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. I call it tennis. I just call it tennis. I actually stand on the. I stand on the one side, and you guys have to stand on the ground. <laughs> um, no, I'm going to take you. Uh, I'm going to. I'm going to introduce you, uh, ladies and gentlemen, to a fantastic person called Kath, uh, Captain Matthew Webb. So I'm going to take oh. you back to the year 1884, where obviously the hit oh, there, songs there of 1884. Ready was uh the hit songs of 1884 was uh, <laughs> always take always take mother's advice um there was, a, <laughs> and there was another sure one called pl- <laughs> no you go tommy i was just gonna say due to this photo i think the fashions of that time was make sure your henley buttons are just a little offset oh look at that oh, yeah, that's nice. it unless yep. he's got cool. uneven shoulders and it's cold too because he's got mm. hard nipples he does, oh, he does. Stuff. Well, I'll <laughs> explain that a in a little bit. Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> the, well, other, the other hit song was Plum Pudding. Uh, that was a big favourite oh, back in yes. the 1884 days. We've and, all got that uh, record. And Slice of Heaven by Dave Dobbin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 that was, I was getting to that. But my favourite song of the 1884 was uh, The Sea Hath Its Pearls. Uh, um, how does that one by go again, Henry Nick? Wadsworth. Could you sing a few bars uh, this, for us? Yes, for sure. Uh, the sea hath its pearls in the yard. My sea has better pearls than y'all's. <laughs> it was actually a remake. <laughs> oh, 
sounds like a lot of people don't. A lot of people don't realize the milkshake song was a uh, remix. <laughs> right, it's a Wadsworth. Makes sense. Makes sense. <laughs> but uh, Captain Captain Matthew uh, Captain Matthew Webb, he was a uh, a daredevil, and he was the very first person uh, to swim the English Channel. Now he um, he bet somebody two hundred pounds. Uh, to swim it and uh, they said you can't do that mate and 200 pounds was a lot of money back then because if you remember like you buy a house with a pound back then so 200 <laughs> oh, pounds they said he could uh, he could swim it um, he spent 22 hours in the water um, and he began swimming and so um, he ended up doing it he ended up uh, going from the obviously the English side to the uh, the French side um, and then there's actually an old famous joke as well where they um, the French people met him and then uh, Captain Webb said listen I don't want to make a big deal about it I just want to find out who pushed me in <laughs> classic classic <laughs> 18, 1845 gags there hey, just out of curiosity Nick do, do people swim yes. the other way the English channel I don't think no, because yeah. France is sick. <laughs> I, I, yeah, is it, no, I, is I don't it to think do so. With, because it's wine country. Is that what it is? Do people tend to want to head yeah. across? And that makes sense. Obviously, there's currents, right? Because it's the I, same I think current so. well, around no, the world. they're grapes. Um, yeah, I think they're grapes. <laughs> oh, in <there>. yes. <laughs> That's the greatest <laughs> wine joke that you will ever don't hear that. on a sports podcast. I think we've just got our little clip for Instagram. No, we don't. <laughs> this no. I mean, that is not seeing the light of day. Should we just so, end it? So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So he, he, he managed to uh, wager um, a bit of £200. He ended up winning that, which which is absolutely fantastic. But he used to just go around and waging bets on how good he could swim. Oh, wow. Which is a, yeah, he became like this person that would be like an exhibition swimmer. Thorpe so you know how like there's like doing this? <laughs> seriously. But I just feel like out of all the exhibition things, like the Harlem Globetrotter is fantastic. You can do trick shots. But what kind of trick swims can you do? I've just worked out like, what what Grant Hackett was doing at the casino that time. Yes. <laughs> yes. He was just looking for a pool. Yeah. The, the piano got yeah. in the way. There's a fountain yeah. next to that piano. Hey. There is. Mm. Yeah. he broke the world record. So, so Captain Matthew Webb, he was a bit of a um, – he was renowned – he's a renowned swimmer. He um, – once – he was. there was a big story that he – in the mid-Atlantic, he once jumped overboard to save a colleague who'd fallen into the water. And it was a highly dangerous feat, and he um, he got awarded a hundred pounds uh, for for trying to find the missing man. Oh, but the problem is he did he never he never found the channel. He never found him, and he made he never so he found him. Bought he got a hundred houses. So this guy's got 300 houses. He didn't save a bloke. He had a dip, basically. And I spoke, but I mean, who wants to buy a house in England? The other question is, is, would you trust like being on a ship where the captain is renowned for being a really good swimmer? Like, yeah, I can swim the English. Jumping overboard a lot. Yeah, that's a good point. So wait, was he the captain of the ship or was he like a different sort of captain? That's what he was. He was a boat captain. (laughs) It'd be confusing if he he... wasn't the captain and his first name was Captain. Well, no, as in, because he can be a captain of other things. (laughs) He might be a captain of the local cricket team. No, no, you can be the captain of, like, courage, like Captain Courageous. He was the captain of industry, guys. He could have been that. He might have dealt with feather swords. That's right. He might have been the original Captain Feather Sword. You never know. He may have. You made him. Well, he actually was he because he quit his job as the captain of the steamship Emerald, um, and uh, he began to train line. to become this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, and he's, he, he trained and he tra- he's training all the time. He's doing all these amazing things. He decided to take his, um, and this is where, where the, where the, the betting gets very serious. He decides to move to America and, um, yeah. he did like quite a few successful challenges. Did he swim yeah, what's there? That, Barney? Did he swim there? That's the. Mate, that would have been, we, he should have done that. He should have at least claimed that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Let's just say he did. He swam there. Wow. He swam there. <laughs> he absolutely swam there. And so he was running. But the thing is that the um, the exhibition swimmer wasn't the most renowned thing in America. So he wasn't making as much money in America as he was in England. Oh, so man. he decided to up the ante. Um, and so he invited bets that he could swim across the, uh, the whirlpool of the Niagara Falls and the bets uh, was stacked at 10,000 us dollars. And on July 24th, 1883, Webb entered the water and, uh, he was never seen again. (laughs) 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 This bloke's still there. Like, do you reckon he's going to, it's like a money on that. But it's the greatest bet that you can make, right, for him, because it's like if he does, oh, he if he makes it, he's he going to get ten grand. Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so the guy, a good bet. so the guy <laughs> is like going, "Hey, where's my?" It's sad that he died, but where's my ten k? <laughs> tell you what, the, tell you what the thing about Webby was. He was going to go down to the Niagara Falls. Was it Niagara Falls? Yeah, yeah. and he's going to be yeah. like waiting for like hundred pound bets, and they're like ten thousand US. He's like, ooh. I was gonna fake it at a hundred pounds. This is too good to. This is yeah, too good so to, to actually up. get in. <laughs> yeah. What's how many houses well, was a hundred k in or in those days? Ten grand. I was think it's like grand. in America. Yeah, well, it's probably You're about buying about eight hundred. Yeah, yeah I think you houses. think you could buy America at that stage. <laughs> but um, it was a whirl, it was. But yeah, he got he got sort of taken down in this whirlpool and. Yeah, it was uh, it was not good. Interestingly enough, though, if he had have done it in the southern hemisphere, he would have died the other way around. <laughs> uh, very good. But uh, that's uh, yeah, that's it. But I thought that's the biggest stake you can. That's the biggest bet you can have, right? Your You're life. waging your life can on I, this whole thing, and then you lost. Can I just say I've always thought that as a sport, swimming is very boring to watch. As a spectator yes. sport, are you going to sit because you the person's face down apart from backstroke, and <laughs> they're just sort of you can't really sit. Travel them through the water for half the lap. They're under the water. Then they're submerged and they're swimming. It's I don't know. Unless you got Dennis Cometti calling it. That's right. If you're just sitting yeah. there and watching, I've watched a bit of live swimming and I just it's ah, a TV sport. It's yeah. definitely a TV. Yeah, you got to go watch. The, and what and they, also if you're in the in the pool for a long enough time, you get a mad headache from all the chlorine. Yeah, that's true. Got him a rundown. Yeah. You've got another story. Is that right? No, I was going to do uh, Leicester City Football Club. Um, but uh, I thought the the Captain Web one was going to be too long. So oh, good. All right, perfect. So go. I'll just I'll cut this out. <clears throat> so don't worry. Um, all right. So is that it, Nick? Oh, the old Captain Webby. No, yeah, I've got one yeah, more Captain about Webby, Leicester mate. City. <laughs> 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 I've got three three lots of footage about Leicester City. All right. No, we can cut Nick. it there if you want, James. Yeah, no, is that all right, Nick? So that is Captain Webb's the end. <laughs> Yes, Captain Webb was the only story I was really looking forward to that list. That is very good. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) Uh, All the foxes? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, in summation, 
wonderful yeah. wagering <laughs> stories. And James is in a rush. Bottle. No, he's not. Well, he's, James has got to go and edit all of this crap. So um, yeah. thank you, everybody, for being involved. All of you are wonderful people. Um, leave a five-star review, listeners. We do, we yes. do encourage you. Get involved. Tell us what you think. Um, also, go on our socials and tell us what you think. Twitter, at Professor J. Roch. Instagram, at Professor J. Roch. And Facebook, Narrow World of Sports. Also, Barney and Nick have Instagram as well. Nick Ratto Comedian and Mr. A Barnett, if you want to get on those. We have an account for Tommy that Consuela curates. curates. Uh, Mr. Mr. Tommy Tuxedo. Yeah, grammatically, it's a nightmare, so I don't think you should be looking at that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) When you read it, it feels like you're going around the whirlpool in Niagara Falls. Oh, God, it's a headache. Um, (laughs) All right, well, that was the show. Tommy, tune in next week for the Leicester City story. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> We're doing a podcast on the boxes. So there will be no yeah. Leicester City. Tommy, what have you got next for? Uh, next week, don't guess. Care. Jamie oh. Vardy. What? Uh, strike for Leicester City. <laughs> <laughs> that was the show. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Farewell. Good night. <laughs>